0: Welcome to the Hail to the District podcast with your host, Rajan Nanavati. Welcome to the first ever Hail to the District emergency podcast. As myself and fellow Hail to the District writer Dash Kanan hopped on this evening to dissect the breaking news. Um, recording this on Tuesday evening, obviously, about the Washington Redskins acquiring quarterback Alex Smith from the Kansas City Chiefs. I can't even pretend to be enthusiastic about that news, but that notwithstanding, um, the obvious subtext of the deal is that this is the final nail in the coffin as far as the Kirk Cousins era in Washington, and now it's really only a matter of time before he leaves town as a free agent and signs elsewhere. Um, Getting right to it, Dash, what was your first reaction when you heard about this deal? I was a little
1: disappointed. Um, I mean, I get it from the team's standpoint where they think they can't pay Kirk $30 million a year. Um, I understand it in that they are still trying to compete as long as Jay Gruden is the head coach, but I would have liked to see them go the rookie route and maybe that's still an option. Uh I'm the compensation right now is being reported by Ian Rappaport and others, including Adam Schefter, that it's gonna be a third round pick in 2018, which the Redskins will get back uh in the 2019 draft as a compensatory pick for letting Cousins walk this offseason as well as a player to be named later. I was just thinking this through. This team wants to make a splash in free agency. The contract, I think they're going to give up maybe Josh Norman, which opens up a whole can of worms on that side of the ball uh, going forward.
0: There's a few rumors reported, um, or a few rumors floating around, that the player to be named is actually Sua Cravens.
1: Right. I've heard both Cravens or Norman. The yeah. thing is, with Cravens, I don't think the salaries match. But then again, the NFL doesn't work like the NBA does, where exactly. the salaries have to be within 85% of each other. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I, I think Cravens is not a bad bet to get traded. They, I don't think they wanted him back, especially after his antics last year. I
0: don't think he wants to be back.
1: Yep. And and I don't know if he'll actually play in Kansas City, but, you know, that's their problem now. But back to what's going on here. Wow. Trump is given the state of union. The Wizards just won without wall on the court against Russell Westbrook and the Thunder and the Redskins just drop a bomb. I was going to say they hijacked right. everything. Right. This t- this town is never boring.
0: They, with, with they snapped the Thunder's eight-game winning streak. The Wizards did tonight without Wall. The same day that Wall, the news breaks that Wall is out for two months. It broke this morning. They go out and they do that. Obviously, the State of the Union, as you mentioned, is going on right now, and the Redskins are like, "Yep, we're just going to put our Trump, actually, put actually Trump Joe card." card Joe no Kennedy is
1: the uh, Joe Kennedy is giving the Democratic response, but I think we have a better job here <laughs> giving the response to the Alex Smith trade. So, so good. Good. You know, so going forward, what, what does this team do in free agency? We know Cousins is gone. Uh, I think he's probably going to Denver or the Jets. It's my opinion. Also, what a lot of people have reported. But what, what does this team do going forward? Let's say it's third round pick in Silver so Cravens.
0: So I think they're going to go with the model which everyone's. I, I hate when people are like on Twitter, I've been reading in the reactions and sorting through the carnage and people are like, oh, well, now we can just kind of build around the quarterback. And I'm like, what the fuck did you think you you were supposed to do with Cousins? Like that's exactly what we should have been doing around Cousins anyway. And I get the argument that, okay, well, he was going to cost us 30 million or what have you or X number of dollars. Number one, if we had any type of foresight and if our front office wasn't comprised of Curly, Larry and Mo, we would have signed him several years ago and not be worrying about paying him or we would be paying him the same money that we're going to be paying Alex Smith right now which has been reported by Shefty as something in the neighborhood of 23 million per year on average with 70 million guaranteed I mean that's a lot of money but it's fine that's what the going rate is for quarterbacks and it's obviously better or more palatable than the cousin than the um whatever the number would have been probably for your cousins especially if he was going to make like close to Matt Stafford money which is disgusting and yes probably cap prohibitive but to say that, oh, well, now we'll just build the rest of the team. What were you doing before? You, were, were you not building the rest of the team? Were you just like, no, Kirk Cousins is going to bail us out? Everyone knew that that was the situation. Like, Kirk Cousins is a good to very good quarterback. Probably at some level, nobody really wanted to fully admit it, but a system quarterback. You needed pieces around him. And guess what? When you take away, if you're, when you become the first or second team in NFL history to lose 2,000 yards receivers in free agency, all of a sudden you see Kirk Cousins regress. Shocker. He's not Aaron Rodgers. And now we're right. all, we're not treating him like, oh, well, now we can focus on building the rest of the team. Like what the fuck else were you thinking about? This is so red. this is so like revisionist history or like it's it's as somebody on twitter put it so well that we're basically just spiting kirk cousins now like everything we're doing is going to be despite him saying like oh we're just going to publicly hijack the news we're going to sign we're going to acquire alex smith we're going to pay him a boatload of money and we're probably going to now spend, invest on the pieces around him when we could have just done the same thing with him
1: but like i mean uh no fairness scott McLuhan didn't think he was worth that money either and he's gone now but, you know, this this front office hasn't been great. I don't think they're as bad as people make them out to be. But I think I have a unique perspective on this. I bought a Kirk Cousins jersey back in 2013 or 2014, right before that uh, the Thursday night debacle against the Giants. And I was a fan early on. But I I think this team realizes that they're not going to land a free agency quarterback who is in the realm of Rodgers, Breeze, Brady. And Kirk isn't that and neither is Alex Smith. Anybody who thinks that is absolutely fucking nuts. That's absolutely insane talk. But the, the thing is, going forward, you gotta, you got to actually work with what you have. This team will have about, let's say, 38, million, $37 million in cap room, depending on what player they gave up and whoever they cut. So it could be more. This team has most of its draft picks, except for a third-round pick this year. And we've been talking about the defense for, what, uh, 15 years, since 12 Greg, years?
0: Since Greg Williams left.
1: Yeah, since Greg, this team hasn't had a defensive head coach since Richie Pettibone, which is a point I keep making over and over. But I, I'm a, I like Jay Gruden. I think this team needs a defense first mentality. I would like to see this team go fully in on their defense. I and I really don't give a fuck what kind of like receivers they draft. But I think one point going forward, we have to look for a running back. I don't trust Rob Kelly. I don't trust Samaje Pirine. I would not mind a running back in the first or the second round. I think this team has a lot of issues, but you know, then again, hey, we're not we're not built to compete tomorrow. But this is the NFL; shit happens. Maybe Alex Smith has a season like he did this year before the play calling went all oh, absolutely bad shit for the for the Chiefs.
0: So, to your point about the draft picks, and to your point you made earlier about the rookie quarterback, when I initially read this trade, I was like, okay, if we're renting Alex Smith on a one year deal, maybe a two year deal if they extended by one year, fine, whatever. I am all in on a trying to get Baker Mayfield at thirteen. And let me fully realizing and speaking now that I don't think Baker Mayfield will be there at number thirteen. You and I differ wildly on Josh Allen. That's going to be a different podcast. We won't go to that. we won't touch on that one. But if we don't get him at thirteen, maybe even throwing in a little bit of an investment like a future third or this year's third to move up into the top, whatever, to go get somebody like him. But now, if you're paying Alex Smith X number of years, uh, an extension of for five years it's been reported, when is the out? Like, you can't expect to keep a Mayfield or anyone of that ilk onto the bench for that long. Like, it's just not realistic in today's NFL where the pressure is that you need to start him right away. So, they've basically made their bed right now with Alex Smith, and that's what it is. I completely agree with you that they need a, a big upgrade in the running back position. I love Rob Kelly last year. This year, he was, or this past season, he proved very much he's just a guy. Samaj P. Ryan is a, one, a first and second down back. He's a change of pace guy at best. He played really well in a couple of games, but he's not. Not your guy. I'll say it to i blue in the face. I wish the Redskins made a move to get Dalvin Cook in last year's draft. I would be completely fine if they made a move in the second round to get someone like Darius Geis if he falls, and I think he or on Johnson or, or Kerry- Sony Le-
1: Michelle or Nick Ch- whoever
0: any right? of those guys. It's a loaded draft of running back, a loaded draft. So any of those guys. So that notwithstanding, yes, I completely agree. I think I, receivers- wonder,
1: I wonder. I think behind the scenes is going to be like when eventually some story by. I don't know, by our good friend Greg Bishop at SI or maybe even somebody at ESPN writes this story. Maybe Seth Lickersham decides to move down from Foxborough to Ashburn. I want to see who the decision maker was on this. This may be a Jay Gruden power play. I have a feeling that Jay didn't want to go into the year with a rookie quarterback and didn't want to have Kirk on another one-year deal. And I think he was fully aware that this team was not going to give Kirk a long-term deal before the season ended. And... I'm curious. Maybe he's trying to save his job because there were rumors last year, especially at the end of the season, that he was on the hot seat. Maybe this is a Jay Gruden deal more than anyone else.
0: I – disagree in part. I think Jay Gruden very much was – I think he made the point um, in one of his season-ending press conferences that we're not going to do the one-year Kirk Cousins thing again. And that was a very clear message or a very clear shot across the bow saying it's either put up or shut up or shit or, shit or get off the pot, whatever way you want to phrase it. It's either you're going to commit here or peace peace be gone um i definitely still maintain that bruce allen is the full Pooh bazaar here and this was all him this was him trying to make a power play move this was him trying to prove he's smarter than everyone and the 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 scar tissue be- in the relationship between the redskins and the in the in the in kirk cousins it just it's gotten too far like it's it, it was dead everyone knew it the whispers were there every single person who was connected to things going on in the nfl knew that this relationship was uh, was dude was headed toward divorce and the redskins made a preemptive move this is like right before you go to court to sign your divorce papers you start dating a girl who's 10 years older who's got three kids the three kids have issues and they bite their teachers but you decided you're going to start dating her just to spite the girl that you were married to previously or married for a short time and just to kind of prove it to her like hey f- fuck you i've moved on even though you kind of haven't really moved on to anyone better
1: it seems like you're talking from experience there, but nonetheless. Hey, I didn't
0: uh, date anyone with kids. so.
1: I, 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 think, I think the curious timing on this is really weird. It, I agree. Oh, I think they should have waited. Okay. I don't think anybody was going to trade for Alex Smith yet. This seems like one of those Mark Brunell panic moves.
0: So not to cut you off right there, but I, that is probably one of my biggest problems. Why now? Why did you make this deal now? If you had Alex Smith, you could have, wait in, in as a as an ace card, if you will, why not wait till March? When you make this deal now, you've eliminated all of your leverage in trying to trade Kirk Cousins or squeeze one extra draft pick out of him. If you knew that you had the, Alec, the Alex Smith deal done, why not wait till the first week of March? I think the transition tag or the franchise tag deadline is March 6th. Why not wait till mid-March and then make the move then and try to squeeze a third or Or a fourth. I made this point on Twitter earlier. Denver really, really wants Kirk Cousins. It's going to be between Denver and the New York Jets, maybe a dark horse like Jacksonville. Minnesota's a big dark horse as well, that they want Kirk Cousins, right? But those two are the leaders. You mentioned the Jets, and I think Denver is also up there. Denver has an extra third, fourth, and fifth in this year's draft. If we had a GM who had two brain cells to rub together and didn't kill them with alcohol poisoning, why not try to put the transition tag on them, leverage going to Denver saying, hey, look, we've got a bunch of people who are coming after him throw us a fourth or a fifth fuck throw us an extra fifth something but when you go ahead and sign Alex Smith now and you make this deal now you've eliminated all leverage in making a move for Kirk Cousins now he's going to walk away scot-free except for the third round pick that we're going to get as a compensatory pick which we would have gotten anyway if he moved as a free agent why now why make this move now that's my biggest problem or one of my many problems yeah no
1: I agree completely I, I was under the strong belief that they should sign and trade Cousins but that's not going to happen now. Nobody's going to give up anything no, for him. it's not going to happen. Also, for Kirk, like I mean, I know people are going to, have been talking up Jeremy Bates who's the new OC of the Jets, and also Elway's connection, also bringing Kubiak to the Broncos organization. But I we don't know if he's not a system quarterback. We have absolutely no idea. Uh, I I think I, I you you do know one thing: the, the Redskins will not be terrible next year. This will probably be a seven to ten win team again. 16. I don't think. They, I don't think they lose much at quarterback, to be honest. I think Alex Smith is better than Kirk in some regards. I think Cousins is a lot better at the deep place. I do think health is crucial for this team. If Jordan Reed is not healthy, this is going to look really fucking stupid, especially when Travis Kelsey was one of Smith's main targets. I think receiver is going to have to be a big, big, big. fucking issue in the offseason. I think you keep Dotson and Crowder. I think you have to go sign two receivers – A lot of people have brought up Allen Richardson. I think they go after Richardson and Landry, but Landry may be asking for $13 million a year, which is a lot of fucking money for a guy who averages eight yards a catch.
0: Landry's going to have a lot of suitors. Baltimore I've heard, um, Cleveland I've heard. He's going to have a lot of people throwing a lot of money his way. I would love to see
1: them take a flyer on Allen Robinson. I think he's the number one receiver. Him and Dotson on the outside, if Dotson ever learned how to catch in important movements, would be absolutely terrific. I still think this team is going to be again. Like I, I'm. T- like this will be a team in playoff contention at like week eight next year. After that, I have no idea because this team seems to get injuries at the worst possible times. Or in this case, thirty injuries in a row this season. The interesting thing going forward, who they draft at thirteen is going to be huge. If they don't draft a quarterback, then they're really looking at Alex Smith as a long term option. As you said, that contract is what. Seventy million dollars guaranteed. So that's at least three years.
0: At least right? three. At least minimum. If if they're smart and savvy in in terms of the way they structured it, and I have no trust that they are, it's at least two. That would be the best case scenario. But yes, I agree. At least three. So, so we're looking- I have
1: a question. So does that mean his seventy million dollars cap cap uh, number this year goes up to twenty four? Or does it just mean uh, it's added on to the end of this year? Smith had reported
0: an average of 23, so I don't know what that fully means. It could be one of those things where it's 17 this year and then it inflates over the course of the, t- the period of the contract. Um, that's what I've read. I don't know where the 17 number fully came from. But I think that was Redskins Twitter that was throwing it out there. The only thing I've officially no, read 17
1: is, is what uh, Smith was uh, scheduled to make uh, this upcoming season. That's one of the main reasons the Chiefs were trying to dump him because... He only counts for, I think, $3 million or something against our cap. Well, I mean, hey, the the Donovan McNabb parallels are still there. Andy Reid fleeced us, what, eight years ago, 2010?
0: So uh, one, one point to that. Donovan McNabb was 34 years old when we traded for him. Guess how old Alex Smith turns in May? He turns 34 years old. I have a really, really hard time not believing this is a Donovan McNabb deja vu. That's another point to this. It's literally, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing twice and expecting different results?
1: Uh, oh my god. Field Yates is just reporting that the player being sent to the Chiefs in the Alex Smith trade is Kendall fucking Fuller. No, stop. Oh, Kendall Fuller was just Oh, Fuller god. is a terrific player. I god. can't believe this is the worst trade I am what I am. I am.
0: You've got to be kidding me. Oh. Kendall Fuller was one of the best slot cornerbacks in the NFL.
1: This is a really, really bad trade. This is a really, really bad trade. Kendall Fuller should not have been shipped.
0: This is incredible. This is absolutely incredible. So anything, any any sense of like, oh well, you know, this is a a decent price to pay for him is now gone out the window. You had one guy who was on the cusp of becoming a Pro Bowl cornerback in terms of in terms of being a slot cornerback, not a general upper echelon outside cornerback. This is absolutely like,
1: <sighs> oh wow oh boy wow that really
0: why wouldn't you so i want to touch on one point earlier before i really lose my shit about this deal it, it, let's take it from a mad madden perspective and hear me out where i'm going with this if you are rating players from a zero to 100 scale kind of like you have on a roster in Madden, colt mccoy let's for the sake of argument say is a 65 right 65 68 somewhere in that general neighborhood is Alex Smith really that much better that you want to devote that much of your cap? I was completely fine with rolling with Colt for a year. If you're going to go ahead and spike Kirk out, on the way out the door, why not roll with Kirk, uh, Colt McCoy? He can drive the car, at least at a reasonable pace. You can't tell me Alex Smith has a stronger arm than Colt McCoy because I might have a strong, as strong arm as Alex Smith. So well, what's the difference?
1: Wow. I, I'm still... I... Uh, that this trade just took a turn for the worse. I am really disappointed now. I really thought Fuller was going to be a long term stay here, and the fact that they gave up their youngest corner, who was absolutely amazing last year, in the slot, and especially at a point of need, especially when Rashad Breland is going to be a free agent, I, I think this is.
0: Kendall th- Fuller just tweeted that he doesn't even like. He hasn't been told that he's part of the deal.
1: Yeah, this is this is weird. This is what happens when you have a trade in January and the deadline is in March. Uh, I am absolutely shook right now. But hey, you know what? Uh, this team is never boring, and we are here for it all the time.
0: Of course, RG three tweeted that that's uh, that they're going to make it about him, as if he has to do something to stay relevant. It's like literally, you know. Man,
1: nah, the, the RG3 is so irrelevant, dude. I'm like, yeah, I, I forgot he existed before this trade happened. This is really, really... Oh, wait, Kendall Fuller just traded. Man, I'm safe. I ain't get traded. At 11.02pm, which was one minute ago. So it's not Fuller.
0: Jay Steeles, who's basically has tapped into anyone, said it was Fuller. But another GP is just reporting now that it's not Kendall Fuller. Shit's going down. So basically, uh, Kendall Fuller is saying it's not him. Um, uh, Grant Paulson's basically saying that you know, sources tell him that Kendall Fuller has not been informed. Um, we don't know. It's going to be TBD. Right.
1: I I am just uh, I don't think we can know anything. I'm sure Cooley's going to have the answer tomorrow morning at 7 or maybe somebody else before that. I I think Chris will probably have that answer for his morning show. By the way, ESPN 980 rebranded.
0: Yeah. As the, the team. team 980.
1: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> this is <laughs> such a weird night, dude. This is <laughs> This is epic.
0: Oh my god. Um, <laughs> on-
1: this is This is This is absolutely the best Best in terms of wild nights in Redskins history, other than when RG three, the trade was made.
0: Free oh, <sighs> agency is going to be great. We're going to sit back. Oh no, god!
1: Fire, fire up Redskins, one dude. It's time. It's time. Oh man, I, I miss those days. It's totally time to do it again, isn't it? Hey, you know what? You know what? We this is, this has been a great night. I, I think. Going forward, a lot of our answers will be – a lot of our questions will be answered tomorrow. I'm sure there's going to be a uh, press conference coming up soon, so this is, uh,
0: let's – If yeah, it's get, Kendall Fuller, I'm going to have so many, so many expletives, so many, if it really turns out to be. But all right. Thank you, Dash, for jumping on. Right. We will uh, yep. we'll talk to everyone later. I'm too annoyed and too angry to even talk about the usual promo. So thank you for listening, and we'll talk to everyone later on. Thank you for listening to the Hail for the District podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast.